0: This interview is made possible by my friends at Athens Screen Printing, HP Overhead Door Company, Speedy Tech Repair, Tinsley Law & Title, and Gibson Pharmacy. Their sponsorship allows me to provide free content to the community. Please say thank you by shopping these local businesses and by following each of their Facebook pages. Good morning friends, Michael from Hannigan Media and I am here in the uh, office of our Sheriff Bodie Hill House. How are you doing today, sir?
1: Doing good. How are you, Mike?
0: I'm a little wet. We got a little rain this morning. and is yes, isn't sir. it a wonderful thing. It is. It is. Dropped the temperature a little bit. Yeah, it feels good I actually have a sweatshirt on. Um, all right, so uh, let's get into this, guys. Today we're going to talk about the stats. There's some interesting things going on in the jail population. We've got to talk about some drug busts, so we're gonna finish up uh, with an event that's coming up very soon. But first, let's start it out like we always do with the stats.
1: Yeah, since we met last, um, there's been 234 individuals booked into the jail, 60 females, 174 fema- males. Our average now this year so far is 355. There's currently 468 in custody today. And 171 of those are out-of-county inmates, Rockwall, Van Zandt, or Orange County. All
0: right, so unpack a little bit. People who listen to this all the time are going to say those numbers seem very high. One of the reasons we did not do a podcast last week uh, because the sheriff was a little busy with some of the storm stuff, so we didn't do one last week. That's one of the reasons some of those are high. However, the out-of-county inmates... What was that number again
1: hundred and seventy one
0: hundred and seventy one I've never heard it that high, but a big part of that is because of the storm
1: it is it is and actually uh we have reached the highest we've i've ever seen our jail capacity last week was a hundred and seven or four hundred and seventy three individuals incarcerated um today there's four hundred and sixty eight but yes uh we do have a contract with Orange County, and due to Hurricane Laura, they evacuated their jail, and we get, we uh, ended up with uh, 89 males and 38 females um, from their jail population, and they're still here today. Uh, they did suffer some damage at their county jail, and they are having to have engineers come in and look at the building. Um, therefore, the Orange County inmates are still here, and they're telling us um, they're hoping another week or two, but uh, you really don't know until they get everybody down there and see exactly what the extent of the damage is to the jail. So basically, we got Henderson County Jail and Orange County Jail here. <laughs> yes, sir. Yes, sir.
0: Um, and one of the things we know, and we've talked about this before, is that this is a, uh, a money-making proposition for the county. The county actually brings in revenue through this. When we hit this kind of number, well first, what's the capacity of the jail?
1: It's 509.
0: So we're, this is pretty full. Yes, yes. Um, what is the, what does the contract call for and what kind of money are you talking about?
1: Um, Orange County pays us uh, $48 a day. Um, so, the last six days, it was over uh, $36,000. Basically, 42, a little over $42,000 a week for Orange County to be in Wow,
0: $42,000. Now, obviously, they're all eating, they're all doing stuff yes. like that, so that's not all profit, but that's still a big number. Yes, it is. Um,
1: and it, it's going to cost us a little over a little over $3 a day to feed the inmate to feed one inmate so well, that's, that's not much males, no no it's not wow all right
0: so this is this is going to be a really good deal for for Henderson County right now yes sir to to bring these guys in um is it so has it been a challenge at all in the back in the jailhouse <laughs> with it being that full like you said this is the most inmates the jail has had ever
1: it really hasn't been it really hasn't been that bad um you know there's having more inmates back there um you know there's there's been some things happen back there um but uh really where the the hardest thing to get over and and the hardest thing to overcome was getting the 127 all at one time right you know they brought them in on school buses and uh, they all arrived at the same time. Of course, we were prepared. We already had mats and blankets. Everything they needed was already in their bed. You know, we just had to get them signed in. But when you've got that kind of, that many people coming in, you still got paperwork to do. You gotta get You still gotta
0: process them. You
1: gotta process them. You gotta get everybody their phone, you know, a phone call, two free phone calls within four hours. I mean, there's so many standards you have gotta get over. Um so it was rough for about two days, but uh after that it, it's it's getting everything every, settled in yeah, and everybody everything right now is is running pretty much like normal. There's just more more bodies back there.
0: And so this is actually you got three counties back there. Yes. Um I know there's a, a an ICE contract yes. in effect. There's also another uh, one you're working on with the U.S. Marshal Service.
1: Yes, I actually signed a temporary last Tuesday. I signed a temporary contract with the marshals for uh, they'll be paying us $65 a day. We will be doing some transport for them. They're going to pay us mileage plus $20 an hour for each deputy that's doing the transport. Um, But it is in effect now. It's a it's not the uh, full-blown federal contract but it's a temporary contract where we can house um, Marshall inmates now and uh, so once I signed that contract I told them that that we were ready other than Orange County I knew Orange County was coming so um, we're not going to be accepting any federal inmates until Orange County is, is back in Orange County. Uh, I just don't have the bed. I've still got to be able to operate here in Henderson sure, County. Sure, sure. You
0: still have to have a bed for uh, the Henderson County yes. person that gets arrested.
1: Yes. So but uh, so when Orange County leaves, it we'll, uh, looks like the marshal's contract will uh, be up and operating and uh, we'll be housing uh, federal marshals along with still Rockwall and Van Zandt County.
0: Question that comes to mind about De'Atta County inmates, I know, as you said, is, three dollars ish to feed them um each day it's a dollar eight a meal so. so yeah so the other part of that though is i know one of the big problems uh with the jail that, that you always deal with is the health costs yes so and and, and health care costs when, when you bring in like Orange County, is Orange County still dealing with their health care costs or does Henderson County have to deal with well, that? Well,
1: actually, they they brought up like their prescription meds, their inmates that are on prescription stuff, they brought up enough prescriptions to get them through today. Mm-hmm. Um, so at this point, yesterday, uh, we started placing orders and we will uh, order the medication and we'll basically take over the health care costs now. But all of those costs, the nurses keep up with those. And I bill Orange County for those so, also. Right. So, so
0: eventually Orange County is going to yes. be the one responsible for those health care yes, costs. Every,
1: every time I send a housing bill, I also send a medical cost bill with that. And uh, so we will be reimbursed for the medical cost, but it's on us on the front end. So is the,
0: and I, and I know from walking up today, the front door is still locked. Yes. Sir. I know that the jail is still kind of locked down. Um, You're still doing. Are you still doing a lot of like Zoom meetings for their? Yes,
1: we're still doing court via Zoom. We're still doing attorney visits. A lot of the attorneys are meeting via Zoom. Um,
0: So that's got to be a blessing at this point when you have this many this many inmates. Because if you had to take them out and bring them back in, that would have been a real manpower shortage. But bringing them down to the Zoom room's got to be. It, yes. A lot easier.
1: And and last week, I'm excited, too. Uh, so in November, we're going to get started on this new project um, with the phone system, the inmate phone system. But we are uh, now, we work with NCIC, a company called NCIC. And the court and I signed a contract last week, and we are putting in uh, video visitation so the inmates will actually have like a little screen on the phone in the dorm of course it's going to cost but they'll be able to uh, do video visits in the cells um, for a fee and but I think that's really going to help because they really haven't seen their loved ones since March sure and uh, hopefully we can get this thing up and running and uh, that way their loved ones will actually be able to do a little more than just talk over the phone. They'll be able to see them.
0: Yeah, that would make a big difference. All right. That's all some very interesting things going on back in, back in the jail. Um, let's move on. Uh, one of the things you and I do every time I come in is we talk, okay, so what's going on before we get into the podcast? And what you've said is, actually, it's been kind of slow, it which really is a has. nice thing.
1: It really has, yes, sir.
0: However with it being quote unquote slow drugs never go away they never do no sir and so there's been some drug
1: busts yes uh our narcotics uh investigators and our patrol deputies are still out working hard Um, they've made several within the last week they've made several good cases Um, we did was able to run a search warrant um last week and and uh get a, a a major dealer here in athens off the streets and uh and we also was working with the DEA on another dealer and was able to capture him and he is now in federal custody and that's really going to uh, drop the amount of drugs coming into the city of Athens um, right now until somebody else takes it over. But, uh, but right now we've got a couple of big major dealers that, that are incarcerated, one in federal custody, one here in Henderson County uh so we were excited about that um actually seized like $36,000 uh off of the one that uh is in federal custody now so um i mean those were really good cases and uh they the deputies just keep working hard doing that every day these
0: are methamphetamine dealers they are yes and and that continues to be the drug of Henderson County is methamphetamine.
1: It is, it is, and, and what i have seen too lately, and of course I've been talking to people and uh, working, helping narcotics work on some cases, and uh, the names that, when I was a narcotics investigator, uh, the names that the, guy, the guys gals are working on now, some of them were, I was working on then, and, uh, but what I was seeing from them then was maybe crack cocaine and cocaine. And now they're in meth. You know, now they're dealing meth. I mean, so meth is our problem.
0: And it has been for quite a while yes. all around. And you know what? It's not Henderson County.
1: No, it's the state of Texas. It's the, the nation. I mean, it's the, it's a problem here all over the nation. So
0: um, if, if we know that methamphetamine is the big problem, um, and, and you and I have talked about it before, you know, one of the big problems there is it used to be you were trying to shut down labs, we're not doing that anymore because there's no labs. It's coming up from down south. Um, what, what's the number two
1: drug? What, what I'm just curious. I mean, we, we catch people. Uh, it's probably going to be prescription pills.
0: Is it? See, now that's what, that was what I was kind of, I wonder if that's.
1: It's, you know, and a lot of times people uh, end up, what we normally see is uh, they start out with something like marijuana, then they end up on some type of prescription pills. Then once they can't get the prescription pills, then they turn to the street to get the prescription pills. Once that becomes harder to get, then they either fall over to meth or heroin.
0: All right, guys, so there you go. There's the track to hell right there. Um okay, so uh, let's move off of drugs because it's depressing me <laughs> let's move on to uh, events are starting to happen again all around the county and the uh, peace officers association has a big event coming up
1: they do and we're excited it's our annual um, golf tournament we were kind of worried about if it was even gonna if we were going to be able to have it we've had to cancel a few events um throughout the year just like everybody else has but we're going to go ahead and looks like this one's on go it's going to be at the pinnacle club on september the 11th and uh it's the annual um tom underhill memorial um golf tournament for the peace officers association and this is strictly for this helps us fund um scholarships for kids here in henderson county Um, We've already given out six scholarships this year, Um, so, or we've agreed to in the last last month's meeting to give out six scholarships uh, to six individuals here. So um, this is basically going to – it's to help us fund those scholarships. And uh, it's always a good time. There's always – we usually have a pretty good turnout. I think we're going to have, like, uh, 25 teams. That's awesome. Yeah, so – it's uh, it's going to be a lot of fun. They they always they always are, and um, but and it's not only Henderson County people. I mean, there's other counties that come in. I mean, Anderson County usually is here playing. Um, there's people from all over the state that come and play in this golf tournament, and uh, it's it's a great organization, and it's for a good cause, and and we're looking forward to it. So, are you playing? No, I, I, I've played a couple of times throughout my career, and, and I'm just not very good at it. And another thing, I always tell people is, of course, it's for Henderson County Peace Officers. They're the ones promoting it. They're the one, so they're the ones out there putting it on. And <clears throat> uh, the last few years, uh, somebody's got to be at the office to work. So I, 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 there you go. So there I let go. them go out and have a good time their there's, day. And, there's never a full day off. <laughs> right. Someone has to be working. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. So I'm going to be here at the office while they're out there having a good time. And uh, but it's well worth it.
0: Yeah, if you if you ever saw my tee shot, you'd have me on patrol too. <laughs> That's all I'm gonna say about that. All right, folks, we're gonna wrap that up. Uh thank you to the sheriff for letting us in. Uh, every week to to find out what's going on with our uh, sheriff's office hey before we get out of here remember like the sheriff does listen to your tips it's an important part of the uh, community it's an important part of the process here in the office and so sheriff would you give them those numbers that they can call or tell them about Facebook
1: yes you can always reach out to the Henderson County Sheriff's Office Facebook page uh send a message to that page That's you're talking directly to me. I will answer you. I will get back with you, uh, and we'll look into anything you send there. Or you can call the Sheriff's Office at 903-675-5128 or call Henderson County Crime Stoppers at 1-800-545-TIPS.
0: All right. Hey, guys, thanks for listening. We'll be back next week. Thank you.